All right, welcome to the Quotes and Chokes podcast episode. What episode are we on? Uh, I don't know, like 23? 23 or 24? Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> episode quarantine number three. Um, <laughs> I'm at home. Arut's at home. How's your lockdown going so far? Honestly, my lockdown is pretty good. I would say it's better than 99.9% of the people. I just installed mats. Nice. And- uh, in the lobby so like the mats are the floor is matted and the walls are matted so we could do full-on sparring there in like the main uh like section of your house <laughs> yeah that's and super legit <laughs> yeah I told, I told cody he's like that's commitment right there <laughs> i'm like damn right i gotta get better huh. that's awesome where'd you get the mask from you just ordered them? uh buck wessel came through in the clutch and uh the the he got me in touch with this uh Nonprofit organization, and I bought the mats from them, really cheap. So not nice tatami mats for uh, dirt cheap. Yeah. So shout out to Buck Whistle. Hmm. I'm I'm working with like a a little, um, you know how Dollar mats come in like rolls. Uh huh. I got one roll of mats. I saw um, you posted something. You were uh, drilling with um, uh, uh, with your wife. Uh, Oh, that Ask, was yeah. um that was a uh the my I was filming for a YouTube channel. Um yeah. plug plug my YouTube channel, go subscribe, Nick Angeloni. Um but Nick uh, Angeloni at Nick Angeloni. Is it at, on YouTube? Not on YouTube, no, it's just Nick okay. Angeloni. Um, uh, edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um no, but yeah, I've been so I I rolled once this week. Um and then, uh, like this morning, I was just I just went to a park in the grass and just did kickboxing drills, like Dutch drills. Uh, oh, nice. So it's not bad, honestly. Like working out in the like drilling in the park in the sun. You know, I'm in California right now. It was like mid seventies and breezy. It was perfect. Got a little. Oh, so nice. Yeah. No, I'm not mad at that. We've been having pretty good weather, except for today. It's uh, 25 degrees and snowing. Nice. But it'll be spring again tomorrow. You know, it's a weird thing in Colorado that um, anytime there's like a like a string of like really nice days, it's yeah, immediately, like, immediately, it'll snow the next day. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, um. So what we uh we are we are gathered here today to uh to talk about the possibly fake, possibly or hopefully real. You absolutely started. fake. <laughs> So this is what I'm hearing. So, our, well, let, let's uh, explain to people that haven't heard yet. It's kind of old news, so most of you probably know. Uh, the UFC president, Dana White, eyes uh, May 9th for next event, TBD locations. That's that's reading, uh, uh, that's the title of an article on ESPN. Um, he, uh, let's see, UFC president promises that his company will be the first major sports organization, blah, 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 blah. So I'm hearing that they're, that they're thinking about Florida because Florida, Florida is allowing WWE. They're calling it uh, essential. I saw that. I saw that article. But I laughed. They're just talking shit. Just like Dana White, they're all trolling. None of that is going to happen. You think the, the Floridian government is trolling? <laughs> Wait. And the, did you read the whole article? I did not. I don't. I don't. I don't read articles. I you you just read the headline, right? 
<laughs> I love how you're spreading this troll news just by the headline. <laughs> um, I only like if I see a headline and it confirms my my bias, I I, I go, oh nice, that's, that's well, that article I, is what it says it is. But if it, if it disagrees at least you're with honest my opinion, about it. Yeah, if it disagrees with my opinions, I got to read the whole article and pick it apart and be like, yeah, this is <laughs> um, yeah. As a matter of fact, now I remember I saw you reposted the article, like WTF or whatever. It's yeah. something like with something. Like, yeah, it's bro. They're trolling just like Dana White. They just want some attention. They want to stay in the buzz. Like they they don't want people to forget about them. That's all. It's called promoting. That's all they're doing. So when they do come back, they want. I'm, I guarantee you, yes, they do want to be the first sports back, but like there's powers way above them that will determine when they can come back. It's not up to them. Of course, they're going to push for it, but like I don't see any public uh, sporting events happening till me. Honestly, I don't think like end of summer or beginning of fall. That's that's my guess. guess well, there. here's okay. So Combat sports would definitely be, have the easiest time coming. Sorry, hold on. I had pokey for lunch and burping. Um, <laughs> so combat sports would have would have the easiest time coming back because one, they have pay per views, so they don't they're not dependent on the crowds, right? There's no like pay per view basketball. Yes. Um, and then two. I mean, it's it's a solo, you know, it's a, a individual sport. So you don't need to bring thirty guys or forty guys together. You bring, you know, whatever the card is. Like this card that they're talking about has nine fights. You got eighteen dudes, you know, and then coaches and refs, and you can get them all tested, and then uh, and have no crowds, you know. So I guess you could get all the players tested on the NBA or the NFL or whatever. But um, a whole roster of fighters. Let's say there's twenty fights. Uh, let's say, sorry, let's say there's 10 fights. So that's 20 fighters right there. Each yeah, fighter they probably has... wouldn't do like an undercard and shit because, you know, nobody buys a pay-per-view for the undercard. So they would probably oh, yeah. do like just strong fights, you know. Okay, so let's say, what, there's seven fights? How many fights would you guess? Oh, it's got a list. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, okay. So like I said, 10 fights. Uh that's 20 fighters and another 60 coaches. So that's uh, at least, right? Uh, wait. Well, you're allowed. Yeah, yeah, 60 coaches. Cool. So 20 yeah, fighters. Six, so 80, 80 people total they have to test. Plus the UFC employees and all that shit. They're looking about 150 people, I think, to maybe 120. Between Dude, to run was... the event. I don't know what the situation is right now with the tests, um, depending on which media outlet you listen to. Uh, we're either still like in a huge testing shortage or, you know, we're about caught up with the need. Um, but I was listening to Joe Rogan yesterday and he was just like essentially ha- handing out tests like he had Chris Delia on and he had and Chris Delia was about to get tested. And then Brian Callen showed up. He's like, oh, Brian, you want to get tested? And like he got a text from his friend, like, "Oh, does he want to get tested? Have them all come over. Like it's two hundred bucks a pop. We'll get everyone get coronavirus tested." I'm like, "Yo, two hundred bucks a pop." Yeah, but that's cash. I'm sure if you know people who have insurance and stuff like that. Um, okay. You know that that seems standard for like a like if you got any, any sort of blood test done, two hundred bucks. Like when I get blood tests done for my 
California. So it's a blood test. So Joe Rogan was handing out blood tests on the show. I believe it was like a, a finger prick, you know, finger like, a, like, okay. like a diabetes test. And is it instant? He didn't specify. I, I think so. I think so. So they knew on the spot whether they had the coronavirus or not. Yeah, I mean, they have tests now that are supposed to be like five minutes. Oh, hold on. One second. I got a train going by. These are the uh, the joys of recording from home. Give me a moment. <laughs> train. You can't hear it? No. Oh, cool. Never mind. Maybe maybe no one else can hear it. Um, two two apartments now that I've lived in. We've I didn't learn my lesson the first time. We we moved in and we're like, man, this apartment is suspiciously cheap. And then like <laughs> two a.m. like fucking train, fucking asshole train. <laughs> um. But uh, anyways, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's supposed to be an instant test. So anyways, well, you kind of you kind of casting shadows over my over my my sunshine here because I wanted to talk about these fights. <laughs> <laughs> you you believe in uh, uh, imaginary uh, sunshine here. I'm Listen, just giving you a, a little dose of reality check. Have you ever read? Um. Hmm. What is the name of that book? You are um, the placebo. How champion? <laughs> <laughs> it's called. I think it's called How Champions Think. Uh, I'm the one it. that recommended that book to you. Did you the the golf <laughs> one, right? Bob Rotella, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so do you remember what he says? Like, there's one single characteristic that almost all champions optimism. Have- optimism man all right all right <laughs> i'm not gonna hate you hate on your optimism right. i'm with it but as i mean my optimism is realistic though so you know you sprinkle some real realism on it and i tell you the fights will be back everything's gonna come back just i'm saying late summer because you know why because the the numbers of infected haven't peaked yet so the the rate of infection no, no, that's not true. That's not true. Or in California, it has peaked. The U.S. The U.S. as a whole, like so, the U.S. average. Mm-hmm. So Colorado, I don't think has peaked. I, I, um, yeah, I, I guess I was California. just speaking on Colorado. Yeah, California may or may not have it sometime around now. The U.S. The U.S. national peak was April twelfth. Oh, nice. New York's on the down curve, oh. and I believe I have to check numbers on this. We're not a we're not a, a health authority, so don't take my word on this. <laughs> um, I believe that the the U.S. cases are either plateauing or starting to go down. Well, as far Col- as the number of new cases per day, not obviously total cases. Right, right, right. It's going to take a while. Colorado is hasn't peaked yet. Yeah, as far as I know, right as of right now. But uh, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. I I I hit up um I hit up our mutual friend Max Madorsky. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was because he's been living in Thailand, and I was like, "Dude, are you still living out there?" Because um, I just got twelve hundred dollars deposited in my bank account, and uh, <laughs> and that's gonna go a lot farther in Thailand. So maybe I'll go. I was I had in my head like, "Dude, I'm gonna go train out there, and I'll probably get a fight." Um, because I just figured the government is so like loosey goosey that they're just like, "Yeah, whatever." Um, but he said that you can't even get a visa to go out there. He said he had to come home. Um, he actually he sent a message to me right now, though. I, I got to check. I, I got the notification right as we were starting, so I just glanced at it. I think he said something along the lines of, hey, New Zealand is looking good. And I'm like, hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, New Zealand, what does he mean by looking good? 
I don't know if he's saying like they don't have very many cases. Maybe they're not on lockdown, like the gyms are still functioning. But honestly, if I was going to go, if I'm just trying to find a place to see, I, I need a place where I can get a fight. So if I was just going to train, I got, I'll just go to Colorado. I'll, I'll stay with you. You know, mm-hmm. we got three, four guys we can train here in your living room. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need a place to get a fight. Um, yeah, bro. All that is nonsense. Nobody's going to be fighting right now. Like, it's just, it's your chance to maintain your skills. And if you're lucky, get better, you know, but like, get healthy as healthy as you possibly can so when the fights do start you could do a short training camp and like you'll be ready to do your training camp real fast and uh take the fight as fast as possible so like stay 80 percent ready ready basically my what i'm right saying. right it's just it's like the whole world is on lockdown maybe there's like a few exceptional places where it's um uh it's not so strict but like overall it's a uh, everything's on pause right now. I just don't see anything going down. No, like nobody cares about that's the sports is Dude, the least. There's got to be concerned. some governments out there that just don't give a fuck about the people that live in their country. And they're like, <laughs> maybe somewhere in Africa, like yeah, but <laughs> who's gonna okay, do... <laughs> I'm not, not trying to go to like a war zone or anything? That's what I'm saying. Like where they have child soldiers. <laughs> 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 they they're like the bouncers to your fight event with AK forty sevens. They man, shoot the maybe. loser. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe we shouldn't laugh at that. But <laughs> um, all right, so listen, we can either get into these these fights, or I have been doing some uh, some personal research. One one of the things that I'm looking into right now is. Um, <laughs> kind of just like i've been learning a lot about like brain health and concussion recovery protocols as well as protocols to to help resist future concussions Ooh, this is really Um, juicy stuff (laughs) Uh, far far better than quarantine talk so let's let's talk about this yeah i'm trying to pull the book up but it doesn't seem like it uh it'll let me while i'm recording um Oh, I actually, no, I got it in my notes. Let me see. Let me see. I can pull my notes up. Um, so I'm not, I'm not through the book. I've been reading a book called uh, The Concussion Repair Manual. Mm-hmm. But it also has a lot of stuff in there that has, like, resistance to, uh, to future concussions. Wow. And the value of that to fighters is, I mean... Career longevity. Fuck. Yeah, but also... If you're resistant to concussions, you are resistant to being dropped. I mean, they're one and the same. No, I I uh, not necessarily true. Uh, Actually, yes, I have been concussed without being dropped. Right, but you can't get dropped without being concussed. Well, except for like body shots and if you get knocked over. And I have been dropped without being concussed too. (laughs) But if you if you lost your equilibrium, that that is uh, by definition a concussion. um, it's a little uh is that what the book says um, I, my yeah. the, the things that i've read that basically just say that that the, the way that like modern medicine is defining concussions now is any any head trauma that alters your state of concussion in any way so if, even if you just like see a flash of... state of consciousness for me yeah yeah but not like like are you aware because i mean your your equilibrium is part of your 
Why? Maybe it's not. So let me tell you, when I was in PA school, we learned that a concussion, the the, the way we the the neurologist defined it to us was where you losing consciousness for even a second. That yeah. that was a, con- but a knockdown where like a like a quick flash knockdown is not necessarily concussion. And uh, okay, so let's let's say this then. Let's say this: if you are resistant to concussions, you are resistant to being knocked. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, either um, way, we're on we're on the same page here. Like, I don't like I've never been like both times I've been concussed. I wasn't dropped, and I, I'm not trying to get a concussion again, despite not being dropped. You know, that's yeah. yeah, yeah so sure. go on and tell fill us in on the book. So, um, the the book's called Concussion Repair Manual, and it's a, it's a lot of, a, you know, I I honestly I did had to do a lot of skimming because it's a lot of very dense like medical terminology. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can kind of skim through the treatments that I talked about. Um, I mean, just in the, right off the yeah, bat, yeah. like the major, major ones are going to be like thing like the things that are not really options to us, like um, um, like TRT and or hormone therapy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but some of the things are less invasive. So the number so one specific, hold on, let's go back to TRT specifically testosterone. Uh, uh-huh. injecting testosterone helps with uh, concussion recovery with the rate of concussion recovery yeah uh-huh. wow so it's the, yeah because part of because you got to look at like what what there's different areas that a concussion or different like things that a concussion affects and so there's different areas of recovery because one of the things that concussions affect is your testosterone mm-hmm. like your testosterone right. tanks yeah. and it affects your mood and all that stuff so if you have testosterone therapy there are cases that it's going to help bring your testosterone back to a normal level and then you're going to mitigate a lot of the a lot of the um, okay i see i see so symptoms so if the concussion that you had originally affected your testosterone levels then testosterone replacement therapy would be helpful for your full recovery uh yeah okay yeah but but i i believe that all even like sub concussive uh impact affects your testosterone mm-hmm. um that that's why they like uh in general that, that's why when trt was allowed in ufc pretty much everyone got on it because it, all mma fighters have low testosterone mm. almost not me we're all overtrained and we all take not this guy um but anyway so and also like anecdotally like when TRT was a thing, I think we saw, I mean, there's a, a number of cases that you can list where people like when TRT ended, all of a sudden people are getting knocked out. Yeah. That's the thing. No, uh, I've heard from uh, notorious TRT users uh, that mm-hmm. concussion, uh, TRT testosterone makes like when you're taking testosterone, you don't feel the shots like you do when you're not taking it. That, the, it, that, it's, anecdotal evidence yeah yeah it, it makes a possible argument to, to like for us to say like well then maybe we're all safer if we're all on testosterone <laughs> like if it's weird. yeah there's the argument that says like okay well then people hit harder mm-hmm. yeah but i just there's the argument that says like well we also we get knocked out less man but you know I, mean? I don't so, i don't want to take that shit because i don't want my balls to shrink you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but you can take testosterone responsibly yeah, I guess I, mean, I guess I, I have I have friends that are outside of the 
like competitive circle. I mean, we both do mm-hmm. that that no longer competing that are on testosterone. You know, but still, and... over long term use, eventually your balls will start shrinking. So, like, that's a lot for life commitment. Is it really the size of your balls that matters? I, I feel like there's other, there's, there's <laughs> other more important. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody's I, looking at yeah, your balls, you know. Yeah, I guess it's not that big of a deal. I, I get it. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I, it's let's, let me rephrase. I guess it's the, the, the thing about it for me is that it's a one way road. Like, once you get on it, uh, you gotta. It's a lifetime commitment. I think. Is it? I think there comes a point in every man's life where they, whether it's forty or fifty, where they should consider that uh, to maintain optimum life. You know, uh, quality. Yeah, at least micro doses. Yeah, like what? To, not, not micro doses, but low. Yeah, doses. low doses, whatever, to get to the normal baseline of the individual. You know? So yeah. So yeah, I, but I just don't want to cross that bridge. Till like I want to. Yeah, till I have to. I feel you. But yeah. what else? What, um, else was, what else was an option? All right. So the main, as far as things that that fighters can actually do. Sorry, one second. Still burping. <laughs> um, Damn pokey. So the number one thing that has the most backed research. So this this kind of goes in order of like supported things to to like has the most support uh, research support to the least. Uh, one the number one is hyperbaric, mm-hmm. um, and I I think we talked about this last episode, and I can definitely the last time I had a concussion, I went on a, a hyperbaric protocol, and it was a an instant improvement. Um, what do you mean by that? And, like right away, like your concussion? As soon as I got out, no, no, no <laughs> improvement, not an instant okay. cure. You know, um, it, I didn't have a whole lot of help with. It didn't help too much with like uh, okay. some of these. Let's uh, sir, let's uh, um, describe a little more detail. What were your symptoms before you went in, and what were your symptoms after? Like, what what did okay, how yeah, did yeah. you feel the improvement? So, you you don't just do one. You got you do it like three four times a week. You do like 20, 20 treatments. Um, but um, I felt the difference. Twenty treatments one. total. So you do it for a period of a month. So if you're doing it three times a week, uh, that would take you seven weeks. Okay, so two months basically, one and a half, two months. Okay, yeah. Um, so um, where was I? Okay, so originally my symptoms were my mood. I was like really easily frustrated. I had, I had hard time uh, processing information, like decision making. If anything wasn't like it took any sort of like involved decision making, I just got really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had blurry vision and headaches. Mm. Um, uh, I, I was I was sleeping for like eleven or twelve hours. I had like really drastic fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting. A, how did I get a text? I'm supposed to spend "Do not disturb." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, yeah. Then after my first uh treatment, I felt an improvement in in, in my decision making, in my mood, in my energy. I didn't really feel an improvement in my headache and my my blurry vision. And then as I continued on, those... how often were you getting headaches? Like, was it constant? What was it? Constant. Yeah. Constant. But oh, it was like, like mild it, headache. Yeah. It was like a two, two out of 10, like very, mm-hmm. it was just a slight tension, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, yeah, so it helped. It didn't help the physical symptoms, but it helped the, the cognitive symptoms like drastically. Right. Um, 
so anyways moving on the next one is uh is float uh sensory deprivation or you know people call it float therapy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i still haven't tried that have you tried it yeah i've done it it's pretty Over. legit it is pretty legit you know we, i'd smoke and i'd get in there and you could have uh, like you get access to you get undivided you give undivided attention to your own thoughts it's mm-hmm. like if you're sitting here in a room, uh, there are so many things visually that distract you, like textile, any like temperature-wise. But there, it's everything is black. The water is the temperature of your body, and you're floating, so you don't feel anything, you don't see anything, and it's just you and the salt water, and you have access to your thoughts with undivided attention. So it's a really powerful thing. And I know that sensory deprivation, like the classic uh, stay in a dark room, is like as close as you could get in, to sens- full sensory deprivation. Uh, if you Yeah, so I, I've done it in my at home where I just I turn the lights off and I sat in like a lukewarm water. But obviously I can still feel the bathtub underneath me. Mm-hmm. You know what's an issue with for me well, what is like, so I've got this thing that I've had as long as I can remember that my neck, like my throat is really uh, sensitive. Like, yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, if you notice, like I, like I tug on my t-shirt collar, like constantly, cause I hate having things near my neck and I don't <laughs> like having, like, I can't comfortably lay on my back without a pillow. Like I need my chin like tucked down covering my neck. <laughs> Otherwise it feels really weird for me. So like, I, I don't even think I could lay in a, in a deprivation chamber with like my head back. Like I would be like, I would, I would need to put my hand like over my neck. Like I, I have like a, a constant like tick. I, it's, it's a lot better than I was when I was a kid, but it's really uh it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good instinct. At least it's better than it's like keeping your chin down and not up, you know, it's useful for fighting. <laughs> yeah true true <laughs> but you you could still do the tank though if you just you could put your hands behind your head and you know like how oh you, you can yeah because the the salt water is so dense that it's like you can't drown there even if you try you can't submerge you oh, stay okay. you you can't emerge in the water you just stay above it the whole time no matter how hard you try to get in it's so there's so much epsom salt in there i forgot like a thousand pounds or some shit like that but like a lot Hmm. Yeah, I bet it's a thousand pounds. That seems like that's all, that's, that's, all, that's like a truckload, <laughs> bro. Like I'm telling you, the water does not feel like water. It's like a different texture. It's it's very oh, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like a picture if you mixed honey with water. Hmm. It's like that type of viscosity. Um. So the idea behind behind this is that essentially the lack of like sensory input. Um, lowers your cortisol rates mm-hmm. or cortisol levels and testosterone and cortisol work like a teeter-totter. So like mm-hmm. as your cortisol, cortisol goes up, your testosterone goes down and then and vice versa. vice versa. So if you can essentially have no input coming in, you're experiencing no stress and then... So that helps recovery. Yeah, that helps recovery because obviously lack of stress brings down your brings down your inflammation levels, and then as your testosterone goes up, obviously testosterone brings on recovery of in all. But you all know, areas. you know what you mentioned that was probably the number one out of all these things, and your body was already doing it naturally. 
mm-hmm. the wanting to sleep 11 hours like that's that's the best way to heal any injury brain bone 100%. tissue whatever sleep if you can like if your body can do that if you can make yourself sleep 11 hours you are gifted you're gifted <laughs> with hyper recovery yeah i'm telling you like it you're not supposed to fight that if your body need want like has the urge to sleep like that you have to let it sleep and if you can sleep more than that go ahead during the period of injury any kind of injury that is the most essential tool you have it's the foundation to recovery and all that other extra shit is on top of it. like what do you think sleep does to your hormones it optimizes hormone production testosterone human growth hormone all these hormones are uh, uh, secreted during sleep so mm-hmm. so you're boosting your it's like body's own mechanism of boosting its own hormones you know right so and but above that sleep is when we get the cobwebs out of our brain think of your brain as like a uh sewage system and basically when you sleep that shit gets filtered out <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um sorry yeah, guys, and, and actually that 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 is um uh, when it gets their section of the book is on natural methods and the first thing it mentions is sleep um, yeah so then there's a uh, cold laser therapy honestly um didn't read too much on it because i, I uh, it's not everything is i figured cold laser therapy places are going to be closed <laughs> during the uh the lockdown so I was like oh, i can't do that moving on and then uh um pulse electromagnetic fields so this is also some, this is something that i had my first uh experience with i heard of this actually yeah yeah so uh i had my first experience with this uh a little while ago so i, I had a concussion so i know you know this but for the listeners I had a concussion about two two and a half months ago. So I did the hyperbaric uh, and I did this stuff. And when I, so when I was doing the hyperbaric, I still had lingering headaches and they were like, all right, try these. And they put these glasses on you. You can, mm-hmm. you can, they, they have it where you can sit on a mat, but if you're doing it for headaches, they put these glasses or sometimes headphones on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that they explained it is basically it just promotes like blood flow into that area. I really don't know the science behind it, so go read the book. Um, but I felt a difference. That was that was the first time I felt the lowering of my headaches. Is when I got when really? I, I did those glasses. Yeah, and uh, granted, that's that's there's that's far from like proof. Like this works because you know it could be placebo. It's it could be whatever, you know, but it worked in your case, though. Yeah, and placebos, placebos Plac- work. Placebo is real as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um so that one was cool uh and then uh so here's the things that it talks about like supplements. I'm I'm taking I, and I'm in so these are when it got into like these are these are things that you need in your brain that actually make you resistant to concussions. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Um uh, mm-hmm. number one off the bat's fish oil. Fish mm-hmm. oil. Um I, I've always taken that anyways. Uh the other two are things that you commonly find together and so it's phosphatidylserine and phosphatidylchlorine not not chlorine but chlorine mm-hmm. um and those and a lot of these supplements so they're expensive like to buy on pills but you go you can go on um uh bulk supplements.com and not a sponsor but <laughs> <laughs> but welcome like, to sponsor I, us yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i went on there 
and so like I would go on like you know whatever random website, or I would usually go on Amazon. I would search the pills, and like these supplements would be like thirty to fifty about fifty dollars for a month's supply. And you, you just can straight get, source the ingredients, huh? Yeah, you can get like five months supply for like between ten to twenty bucks. It comes in pure powder though, so you have to you either have to get your own capsules or you just have to measure mm-hmm. it out and put it like in the in your shake or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I got like five or six of these supplements for the price of like one, basically. Um, That's pretty dope. Are yeah. they found in foods? These uh, phospho or whatever. Um, man, I wish I could pull up the book, but I'm using my. Um, um, That's okay. Are they? Uh, my, uh, are are my, they anti-inflammatories or what? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Okay. Woman. <laughs> Love and marriage, love and marriage. <laughs> Woman! Come close this door. Uh, uh, we are sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> Babe, come close this door. All right, continuing on. Um, <laughs> Close- <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I, I honestly, so I wish I could pull out the books, but I got my recording and my book on the same device, and it won't, it like it's it shuts down all other um, like programs running. That's okay, I, but is the mechanism of how these work are is it an anti inflammatory? Do you remember? Let me see, I can uh, Ruka, get out of here, go on. Um, I can uh, pull it up right now. Let's see. Phospho tidal searing. Do they have a Wikipedia page? WebMD? Sounds like an amino acid of some sort. Uh, is a chemical the body can make it, but it gets... Oh, pop-up ads. Uh, gets most of what it needs from food. Yeah, so uh, supplements were once made from cow brains, but now are commonly manufactured from cabbage. Um, how does it work? It is an important chemical with widespread function in the body, cell structure. So it, it is a key in the maintenance of cellular function. So yeah, if I especially in the brain. So yeah, that's, so it has to do with like the... Uh, okay, like, so it probably helps metabolize the junk from the post-concussion uh like you know like when when you get a concussion there's a lot of uh chemical waste that accumulates in your brain and you need like in your sleep is when you filter this shit out and i guess i'm guessing this promotes okay we're here here's, this, it up. here's a here's a official thing uh phosphatidylserine is a fatty substance called a word that I can't pronounce. Uh, <laughs> it covers it covers and protects the cells in your brains, mm. right, in your in your brain, not not, not your brains. Uh, oh, covers. Carries, yeah, covers and protects and carries messages between them. Mm-hmm. An important okay, so role it's for the phospholipid bilayer, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, it plays an important role in keeping your mind and memory sharp. Animal studies suggest that the level of the substance. In the brain decreases with age. Oh yeah, it was something that says like as you you naturally stop producing it as age goes on. So it was like you take it as you get older to keep your brain sharp. Um, 
the next one was glut- glutathione, which is essentially a super powerful antioxidant uh, mm-hmm. a- or uh, antioxidant. Yeah, either an anti-inflammatory antioxidant. I think it's the latter. Uh, vitamin C. M- most of us, you know, if you're healthy, you're taking vitamin C or you're getting enough vitamin C. Um, lithium orate. So it's a, it's a mineral that that has to do with. Um, I mean, lithium is obviously the drug that they use for depression. Um, lithium orate is, is a naturally occurring, uh, uh, element, um, that we can get from food, but basically it, uh, it helps stabilize your mood, which is often like a side effect from concussions. B12 obviously is for your energy and then, uh, alpha lipoid acid and then acetyl L carnitine. Oh, I take L carnitine. Oh, do you? That's yeah. for like, uh, focus and energy, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's also a fat burner. And, oh, is it really? Yeah, and it uh, cleans your liver, and it's good for cardiovascular health. It's good for your brain. There's like it has many functions. L carnitine. Nice. Yeah. Um. So promotes endurance too. Um. So alpha lipoid acid is basically an antioxidant. It's used in the body to break down carbohydrates and to make energy for the, for your organs. Uh, alpha lipoid acid seems to work as an antioxidant, which means that it might provide protection to the brain under condition under conditions of damage or injury. So, were, did you list these in uh, like in a certain kind of order? Was was that first one you mentioned on the top of the list? It, it's it's in the order that that the book has it in because I wrote them down as I read the sections. Um, so, but did they have but, them numbered? Um, it, it it only specified like in the in. In other chapters, it's specified like we, we're going in order of like mm-hmm. most to least yeah. uh, research. In this in this section, it, it didn't actually say that. But um, I, I I found a bunch of case studies and it listed case studies and and uh, meta analysis. Oh, you've been nerding out, huh, Nick? You've had a lot of time on your hands and you just been <laughs> going at it. I have, yeah, I have. Um, I'm not mad at you though. Man. I like it. <laughs> um. So the, then it goes on to the natural methods. Number one, being sleep. We touched on already. Um, number two. And nobody wants sun. to hear that, though. Nobody wants to hear about sleep. Like, yeah, 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 sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, especially if you have trouble falling asleep, then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's skip that. What's next? You know, but. Do you have trouble falling asleep? I, I, I have trouble, like, staying awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a clear conscience. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I have a. Yeah, I I mean I'm okay. I sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and uh, and I can't even after like a like a super hard day of training. Like, no, the harder I train, the worse I sleep. Actually, hmm. Yeah, like if I train two like good sessions, I'm I'll, like like a one hard, one easy, I'll be good. But if I do two hard sessions, uh, then I kind of like it kind of affects me. I'm so tired that it f- affects my sleep. Maybe like. Too much. Do you think it's because your your stress, like your cortisol levels, are high? Like your stress. I think so. Yeah, I think that might have something to do with it. So, mm. but I take a Benadryl, and you know that usually puts me out pretty good. But I, yeah, I have like a whole rotation of things I could use uh, if I'm having a hard time sleeping. You know, Benadryl, mm-hmm. uh, a muscle relaxant, or uh, uh, what else was it? There's something else. Oh, the Ollie's. The melatonin gummy bears, those are pretty good. They've got some L-theanine inside them, I think. 
But uh, nice. The, the have you ever had uh, have you ever had uh, Marley's? I think it's like Marley's Mellow Mood or Mellow Tea or something like that. No, no. I think I've heard of it though. Uh, it's good. They're delicious, and they're they're <laughs> essentially melatonin melatonin tea uh, without their like stuff. Some of these things you just uh, want to take because they're delicious. Yeah, <laughs> like, ooh, candy. I'm <laughs> just having a good. <laughs> but they're like they're not super. I mean, they they taste sweet, but they're not super high in sugar. Yeah, uh, I think they're like naturally sweetened. Um, can you uh, can you hear that buzz in the background? No, no, I hear no buzz. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so uh, the next one was Sun, and uh, that is basically just you know the so there was two things behind this. One I'm pretty familiar with. And that is sun gives you vitamin D. Vitamin D is the number one precursor to testosterone. Testosterone helps um, recover, right? So, but then also. um, That's why GSP was always uh, tan. (laughs) And he lives in Canada too, man. There's like no doubt that that guy went in the tanning salon. 100%. I've considered it like when I was living in Colorado and I was fighting in the wintertime. I'm like, yo, I might need to jump into a uh, a tanning salon. I've gotten the tan um, uh, a few fights before, a few times before my fights. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. It kind of brightens your mood, especially if it's wintertime. It's like, you know, you go in there, it's like nice and bright. You feel better when you leave. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, you still get UV, so you're still getting some of that uh, that vitamin D. Um. Uh, there was more to the sun thing, but I'm, I'm honestly I'm forgetting. Is it right walking? Because uh, I have no that that was in there. That was in there. So just just general movement and proprioception. Um, I, I'm I'm just a fan of walking, and yeah, that's for I, outside, and it's also just such a natural. Oh, sorry. What we what say? Yeah, I I'm I've been on the walking thing for years now, and it's like my uh my personal theory that the term walk it off is uh, way deeper than people realize. Like it comes, there's a reason people say walk it off. I think that's the body's natural way of healing itself. Uh, number one, you have proprioception. So I feel like by walking under the sun, you're recalibrating your brain. So I, Nick, I'm guessing that you made your concussion worse by, by having the concussion and then not admitting that you have a concussion and you probably trained some more and you made the concussion worse that's why your symptoms lasted for so long because well go ahead i i I did and i didn't i in in that moment i got the concussion and i was like all right because and that guy like he kind of caught me behind the ear he rocked Mm -hmm. me and i was like okay i'm not gonna stop here and admit defeat in this round (laughs) so i i definitely I put it on him for the rest of that round. You made him pay. <laughs> Actually, like I, I put it on him until he he had to he had to go off the mat and throw up because he caught me and I was like, I'm not leaving this. And I just like put it on him. Not, uh, I, didn't, I didn't hit him hard. I just I wrestled him hard to make him tired. And then he was like, I gotta throw up, and he ran off the mat. You should have concussed him too, but, eye for an eye. But keep going. Nah. <laughs> um. And then I also trained really hard for the rest of that that training session because mm-hmm. um, it didn't feel that bad at the time. It was just like oh, I got a little rocked. Um, but then when I got when I finished, I was like, "Oh man, I'm not feeling great." And I, I went hard that practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like on a good one because mm-hmm. I was coming up on a fight. So um, yeah, 
So uh, I, I'm sure it didn't help. I, I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. But then, uh, yeah, that, that for sure did not help. And But did you train at all afterwards? Like, how long did you stop training? I, you know, I, I didn't train hard afterwards. I, I, I jogged. Yeah, I jogging, jogged and, jogging drill. and drilling might be too soon. It's, there's a progression. I've thought, bro, like after I had my second concussion, after not having, like, I never had any concussions. Then I get two concussions in six months. Knock on wood, I haven't had any since then. But, like, uh, in, within a six-month period, I get two concussions. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I nerded out kind of like you are right now. And uh, I came up with my whole whole system for this. You have to take, like, if if you get concussed there's uh, and you're not sure, you know, like the symptoms are so mild that you're not sure. You got to do some balance tests, some um, uh, like there's what's that test that they do um, before the fights? Uh, what's that called on the computer? I forget. The concussion I protocol forget. test. If you like, even if you have. But you have to have a you have to have a you, you, like if you haven't had a concussion or if you're healthy right baseline. now. To do one now, yeah, because yeah, you 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 kind of need a base. Yeah, but yeah, even if you play Lumosity, the game's on there, so you kind of know where your scores are. And when mm-hmm. in doubt, you could just try play those games and uh, see where your score is at compared to your baseline. That kind of gives you some idea. But other than that, like you, you know, like if the symptoms are so subjective, I feel like the only the best way to know is to check your balance, which you could do. Or yourself, you got to have a, again like a, some sort of baseline thing that you do, like one-legged thing, kind of check your balance, and uh, and some sort of a game where there's a score and you could see numbers with that. So that way you could you could have your own uh, protocol. So uh, st- statistics, you can have your own statistics. So let's say based on the numbers you are concussed, you have you should take uh, a week off. Any exercise, any exercise aside from walking, the Broncos protocol for concussion. A week, yeah, yeah. at least a week. You got to walk mm. it off. So, like, that mm. walking should be the only exercise that you're doing under the sun. So, I think walking recalibrates your brain. It's the proprioception that we talked about. Like, you're getting the mm. feel of things. You're getting some sun, and you're getting some mild uh, blood flow. Hey, real quick, yeah. real quick. So. Proprioception, for those of you who don't know, is basically like your ability to feel on touch, track your like position in space, essentially. Like, oh, yes, yes, like, yes, yes, sorry. Where you are, where if, are you level, are you balanced, and controlling your body as it as it moves through space. Okay. So, go ahead. Uh, so, you get the sun, you get the walk, and then after that, once you're not getting any like any symptoms, now you can move on to jogging. Like walk before you run, <laughs> crawl before you walk. <laughs> no, it's really that simple. Yeah. Because if you're concussed and you're jogging, guess what? That rattling, like you're gonna, your brain's rattling. It's moving when you're jogging, and if it's inflamed, that could be irritating to your brain, and therefore mm-hmm. uh, prolong the healing process. So, and people talk about yeah. the drilling. <laughs> Drilling, you're hop bouncing up and down, you're kicking, you're moving, like you're getting slight impacts. That also rattles the brain. That's too soon. So there's a well, I, I was I was drilling grappling. But even what well, okay, reason. so you're doing like you're flipping on the ground, you're tumbling when you're grappling. It's uh 
you're still moving your head up and down. It's just, it's too dynamic of a thing to do. Walking is the most controlled exercise. And then, then you could maybe transition to yoga, then jogging, then drilling, like week by week. Or even just, just balancing. So that was one thing that this book got into was just balance practice. Like, oh yeah, just stand on one foot, just stand on one go. foot, you know? And then, like try that, see how long you can do that. Do it on one foot, do it three times, do the other foot um, to start opening up some of those neuro pathways. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't uh, give myself enough rest. And I, was, I paid the price as far as like how my symptoms. Yeah. Were. So, so like something like a, a like mild concussion should last about a week. But if you don't give it the proper rest, maybe even less than a week. I mean, less the symptoms should last about less than a week but if you don't give your body the time to properly recover and i'm speaking from my experience like you you're gonna prolong it up to a couple of months you could definitely do that yeah for sure um so the next one that i talked about uh was sex um and for multiple reasons one obviously it's it it affects your mood so it you know it, it kind of mitigates some of those uh like mood related symptoms it, it ups your testosterone uh even if you are having sex with yourself <laughs> um as long as so what what some of the research shows is that like uh do uh how how much how graphic of a term do i want to use here so if you're jerking <laughs> off like it's uh it still has some of the benefits as long as you don't have like feelings of guilt associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so certain people, certain beliefs, maybe that's an issue. Uh, Zero guilt. But yeah, yeah. Cause guilt is going to going to lower that. That's going to mitigate those or it'll basically cancel out those effects. So, or those uh, factors. Um, also, um also if it's someone that you're in like a um uh, someone you're married to or you're in a you know committed relationship it it has that uh effect of like personal closeness and connection which is shown to help uh and then also uh, oh so this was a cool one so then this one i honestly i felt some good uh assistance from so active and passive listening so um having conversations with people because um i wish i could remember like you know the different like parts of the ear and things like that but part of your equilibrium that gets affected through the concussion obviously is in your ear um and then you're uh basically actively listening so it's got to be like a conversation or you know i've just been putting in an audio book uh something that i have to pay attention to like something that's that's detailed Mm. like learning um as long as uh, it's not too difficult right uh, I didn't mention, but, but I, yeah, I did do some other, the book didn't mention, but I did some, do some other research that was saying like, at first you don't want to like strain your brain. Right. You don't want to be like, Oh, I can't figure this out. But like when you're, when you're feeling better, you know, do, do only do the things that, that make you feel good. If it doesn't feel good. Yeah. You use some common it, sense you know, in regards to concussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like at first, if I if I had something that I couldn't understand, I was like, oh, like, and which was a lot of things, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, but now I listen to like some like educational stuff. Um, but then also, 
passive listening, which would be music. So like I, I have a, I have a recovery playlist now, and it's like uh, upbeat, uh, like uh, kind of I would guess maybe more positive. Like I don't I don't listen to like metal, you know, which I normally do listen to metal. So it's that's not <laughs> on my playlist. Uh, like uh, like upbeat stuff. Um, I suppose it doesn't have to be. That was kind of my own feeling. Like I wanted to listen to some stuff that you want a little good. dopamine hit. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's part of it that you get that you get that dopamine hit and that, like that reward system triggering, um, and then also uh, something about uh, something about the 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 systems in your brain that have to do with keeping like rhythm and time get affected in your concussion. So listening to music helps you uh, helps you um, kind of re regenerate that ability. Um, yeah, yeah. And I and I feel like it um, that. I don't know. Maybe I just feel good because I'm listening to some songs. But hey, if you feel good, you if you feel good, you do. Hundred um, percent. And then the next one. This is the one that had the least amount of of uh, research, but it had some research, and it was earthing, which I've kind of like tutted in the past. Earthing, you heard of this? What the hell is that? Basically, it's just like being barefoot on the <laughs> earth, but like not on cement or something like that. It's essentially. Um, it's kind of the same process as so when you work out or or if you have any sort of like um, uh, excessive stressing or any stressing actually I think it's any stressing you you produce um, what like negative ions or something. This What's sounds like hippie for? bullshit, but keep on. No, well, this is this is for sure that that's what that's what um, it's radical ion. Is it radical ion? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it is. Um, that's what okay. antioxidants is. So like these ra- these like these ions i wish man i'm probably sounding like idiot this term's wrong and there's 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 someone there's someone listening right now screaming at their uh at their their car like or whatever the listening device is um radical uh, i know what you're talking so it's about the yeah, same yeah, radical, sort of, um it's like spinning around my head but i can't i can't remember but yeah keep going um so that's what antioxidants get rid of okay i get it but how does um, that relate to walking on earth so basically basically you get like this negative charge and when i say negative i mean polar like a like magnetically mm-hmm. ne- negative not i'm not saying like right. negative uh release your um, toxins through your feet into the ground <laughs> let mother earth observe <laughs> and calm exactly. you down so that's pretty much it that's pretty much it so it, you know, like you know, how, like electrical. Let Mother Earth heal you. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, free radicals. Free radicals. Free radicals. Yes. yes. That... Wow, we are so dumb. I can't believe I can remember that. So, <laughs> so, um, so these free radicals build up like negatively charged ions or whatever. Blah blah blah. Do your own research. And the Earth so absorbs it. What they're talking about. No, because because when you're grounded, I mean, this is this is like, like this is a scientific fact. Like when you know negative, uh, like electrons have a negative charge and they go into the ground through the the grounding wire. Like your house has is grounded mm-hmm. all the electrical, the third plug in your plug mm-hmm. that's a grounding wire. So um, so basically, it you know we're insulated with rubber shoes and cement buildings. You go out barefooted. And you discharge your like negative. You know what? I'm not mad at it. Why not? You know, even if there's like a glimmer of evidence, I'll take it. You know. Hey, I mean, it, you got you need you should be outside getting sun anyways. It feels, uh, it feels take good. Take your shoes off. Around. Like you ever walk barefoot on the grass and the ground? It feels really good. 
Yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I live barefoot. Uh, so. I think we have earned our doctorates during this episode. So from now on, <laughs> you, we will refer to each other as Dr. Angeloni, and I will be Dr. Pogosian. And for <laughs> further right, medical good. advice, whether it's healing your coronavirus symptoms, you guys can uh, hit Nick up on Instagram. <laughs> Don't, don't do that. Don't, not it's at, at Nick Angelone. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah, from there, it just got into some more like wishy-washy stuff. Um, th- things that personal practices um, that are more like mental, like uh, learning new movements. Actually, that, that one had some benefit. That one's had some research. Learning new movements, doing movements that you have to focus on like rep doing repetitions of uh, martial arts or like um uh that's legit. yoga things like that that's been proven to help yeah and then balance training and that's as far as i've gotten in the that's book. pretty good so, man um all right so we just hit an hour um we can wrap it up as the train is going <laughs> by again um so uh all right yeah so why don't you tell people how they can follow you and then you can uh, follow me on instagram up. all right Prime t- Prime underscore time nine 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 nine, and they, you gotta get Twitter, man. Bro, I barely use Instagram. I mean, I, I use it like I just look at the funny shit. <laughs> 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 same, same. I I definitely uh, like I only go on my Instagram to keep people posted on like what I'm doing. But then as far as like viewing it. I'm there 100% for memes. If you're not posting memes, I have a new rule that if you're a guy and I don't know you really well and you post a done, pick, done 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've even considered a following. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And so just so you know, there's a few teams. You know who you, you know are. Who they are. You right? narcissistic you know who you bitch. You, you know who I've you are. I've considered unfollowing <laughs> you. <laughs> I have considered unfollowing you, but I decided not to because of our friendship. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you like the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, you can follow the podcast for announcements, things like that, um, at quotes and chokes on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to follow me and stay up to date on what I'm doing, which right now is not a whole lot. Um, I have recently streamlined my, uh, social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all at Nick Angeloni one five five. Also, okay. a quick plug. I'm, um, I apologize. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Start. I was gonna say, quick plug. Um, I am. I do have a YouTube page that we are pushing a thousand subs. If you guys could subscribe, that would be cool. So I'm sharing like tips and tricks, and then essentially like uh, most of what I'm doing is I'm showing techniques, jujitsu grappling techniques, and then kind of like some just some wisdom and advice that I've gathered throughout the years. Um, and we're putting, we're putting two videos up a week on there. So if we could push over a thousand, that would be awesome. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review and help us grow. All right. Thanks guys. And we'll see you next Peace. week.